<laughs> Welcome to Design Much with Andy and Patrick. Patrick, how are you doing today? Andy! Andy Page, I'm doing very well. That how are you great. doing? Uh, I'm doing great. Uh, very great. I, as always, as I always say, I'm very excited to record another wonderful episode with you of Design Much. I'm glad we're so excited to record podcasts. Yeah. A lot of people make fun of people who record podcasts, but we're we're genuinely excited to do this because we don't, this isn't something we're trying to like, you know, sell or anything, right? This is just, this is just us. We've just been doing this together for the last three years, three plus yeah. years, right? Yeah, exactly. And we do it just pure, just based on pure excitement. That's it. <laughs> That's the motivation. There's, I mean, there's lots of motivations. It's, there is excitement there. <laughs> I get to, I get to hang out with you, you know, once a week and have a conversation, uh, you know, since we don't work together anymore. And uh, I get to learn a lot of things too. Like this is also mm-hmm. like time for me to, to grow because I, I learn a lot from you, a lot from the designers uh, that we have on the show. And sometimes I learn things when, when my mouth starts speaking and I don't really know where I'm going. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I come out of something, I'm like, yeah, that's, uh, that is true. <laughs> At least the way I perceive it. So there's a lot of um, learning going on on my side of things. So it's a, it's a good experience. So I, I wanna thank you, Patrick, and all the listeners that keep listening <laughs> And uh, get us excited to to jump on a call each each week. Yeah, keep doing this thing called design, right? Yeah, that sometimes is is a, a grind, and some other times is exciting. Yeah, yeah, and it's you know it's just exciting for us to just sit and talk about it. Mm-hmm. We're not even like doing design right now; we're just talking about. This is this is what me and you see. The reason why this podcast started is because this is what me and you did at the water cooler at work, mm-hmm. <laughs> right, Andy? We just sit there. <laughs> we would just sit there and talk about this kind of. We just pick a topic. Like we'd we'd walk up to each other and you'd just be like, "Hey, what about uh, this topic?" And we're like, "Oh yeah, I don't know." And then we, and then somebody was like, "Hey, put a microphone in front of your faces, and start recording this and put it out as a podcast." And we were like, "Nah, you're crazy." I mean that's not how it happened at all, but that would be a cool story. <laughs> that would be. I think we should we should do a revisionist history and just tell it that every time. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the, the canon <laughs> of yeah. of of our um of our history. So yeah, if anyone asks from now going forward, that's the story. <laughs> yeah. Because that's that, it. That, that one sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We, we would have our own topics. We'd just come up and I'd, I'd come up to you and ask you about a topic. You know, we'd talk about it for 45 to an hour, you know, and yeah. um, and then we had people come up and just randomly ask us topics. Right. And then mm-hmm. that's, that's exactly yeah, and other we, people would come up and we'd just be like, hey, what are you doing? And we're, we're like, we're talking about design topics. And the other person would be like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> and then we'd be like, <laughs> then we'd be like hey, how did you get into design, right? And then it'd be yeah. like, oh, that's cool that you got to design that way. Can I ask you some more questions about that? It was like, yeah. It was it, nice. It was, it, was, it, was, it was beautiful, you know? And it was like, we have to capture this. Yep. Somehow, for historical purposes. 
It was exactly like uh, Seinfeld when Kramer had that talk show <laughs> in his apartment yeah. when he would just invite people on. It was very exactly. organic, like, oh, we have a new guest. Come on. <laughs> and they had, they're like, where are the cameras? Like, what is this? <laughs> We, we, it was the same thing for us. We were just sitting down, and just talking about stuff, and guests would just come on, and you would kind of randomly play music at the beginning of our conversation, at the end of our conversation, yeah, and then yeah. one day we decided to hit record. During... Like it was just like a, it just happened. I love I love that you bring up that, that episode of Seinfeld is so good. <laughs> By the way, I want to ask you, uh, yesterday a friend of mine, we were talking about sitcoms, and since you brought it up, I wrote my top ten list of sitcoms. Um, I think this is a good topic to discuss really quickly, I think because you brought up Seinfeld. Mm -hmm. So I want you to think about your top ten, top five list of sitcoms, and I'll I'll give you my top ten right now, because I had some time to think about this. Yeah. My top ten is num- number one Seinfeld. Nice, yep. I, th- I believe it's. I believe, despite what Michael Nielsen says, it's the greatest television show of all time in any genre. If you said, if you said top ten dramas, like if you said top ten medical dramas on television, <laughs> I would say Seinfeld. Because how much more? How much more medical drama would you have? Like. Just George, when they like wheel George out after you know he kills his wife, and like, oh, it's just, it's amazing. So num- oh, number one best sitcom. There's, there's a lot what? of there's a lot of episodes. I'm sorry to cut you off. There's a lot of episodes that have to do with like the the medical aspect. Like there's the uh, yeah. the what's the what's it called the the there's Junior the, Mint there's episode. There's the Junior Mint. Yes, the Junior <laughs> there's Mint. There's the the Pig Man episode where there's the <laughs> Kramer thinks that they're hiding a, a pig man and doing experiments yeah. on him and tries to break him out. Um, is the pig man the same one where where the, the the guy jumps out of the the building onto George's car? I think so. Is that the same episode? It might be. It might be. <laughs> uh, there's the episode where Jerry there's... has like has a friend in the hospital that like needs a laugh, and so he like yeah. goes and tests tests one of his his latest skits on him, and it doesn't work. You know, is yeah. and then he he tries like the really good one and basically kills him. Um, there's there's a ton. I, I totally agree with you. The, this there's so many, so many, so many in every situation. It is I completely 100% agree the best television show <laughs> television show that in any genre. I'm totally down for that. That's yeah. So, okay. Sorry, so go ahead. So yeah. So yeah. My number one Seinfeld. My number two is gonna be Seinfeld. <laughs> so number one and number two are both Seinfeld. Like there's no there's not even like I would just put nobody as a number two. Uh-huh. But you got to fill in the spots. So you say Seinfeld, number three, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, okay. Uh, most most underrated television show of all time. Like that show is so good, and it gets better the more you watch it. Uh, number four, Parks and Rec. That thing is just I can pop that thing in anytime I want, randomly watch an episode, and it never. I walk away feeling good about myself. Uh, number five, Thirty Rock. Okay. Um, that's another one of those shows that it's it, it it's the first time you watch it it's good, and then you rewatch it again and now that you know the characters from the mm-hmm. very beginning, right? Like there's jokes at the beginning, there's jokes in the first episode that you will never understand until you've watched that episode until you've watched the entire series like three times. Yeah, <laughs> like that's how it's like it's like a it's like a cast iron pan. Like the more you watch it, the more seasoned it becomes, just the better it gets. Uh, number six, The Office. 
for obvious reasons, right? Like it's sure. the office. Yeah. Um, and not the crappy British one, the the good American version with heart hey, and Hey, hold on now. I actually, I'm a fan in a different way of the British one. I think that one had some yeah. heart to it too. But yeah, anyway. Yeah, I'm I'm a huge, Ricky Gervais is probably my number three comedian. Like it's it's no slight, but I still think the American office just did something that, yeah. that the British office just never accomplished. That's true. Uh, number seven, Arrested Development. Nice. Such a good show. Number eight, and this one counts. I don't care what you say, Andy. Rick and Morty. This one counts as a sitcom. That's such a good show. <laughs> uh, number nine, New Girl. Okay, that's a good one. Have you watched Have you watched New Girl, Andy? I haven't finished it, but I, I really did like a lot of that. Um, yeah, I think I probably liked the first three seasons. I really enjoyed. Yeah, the the writing on that show, the situations of that show maybe don't. They're not as good as some other shows, but the characters on that show are yeah, so incredible. Absolutely. Uh, and then ten community. Okay. Again, nice. again, another another underrated underrated mm-hmm. sitcom. Absolutely love it. That's great. So a lot of mine are on that. The, a lot of you know the ones you just mentioned are on my list as well. For sure, Seinfeld is my number one. That is like. That is the the gold standard, right? You can learn so many wonderful things and start to question so many wonderful things <laughs> <laughs> by by watching that show. Um, so, absolutely great show. If you haven't seen it, um, maybe you're you're a younger person listening to this show. I would recommend watching Seinfeld and watching all of it. Um, so, definitely do that. I would definitely say my number two. Hmm. I haven't written this down, so I don't know how much I can be able to... I'm not going to take too much time to like uh, define these in order, but definitely number one, Seinfeld. Number two, I would probably say like Arrested Development is one that I think of a lot. It's one that like comes up in my head all the time. Um, that is a wonderful show. I just absolutely love it. That one is also just packed full of really random jokes. Um, very great show. Lots of wonderful characters in that show as well. I would say my number three is probably Community. I really enjoyed um, all of the movie references and um, all of, all the great um, great jokes around film and movies um, and and all the things that that uh, make up that world. So I really enjoyed that a lot. The last season was kind of rough <laughs> on that show, but. I would say the first yeah. first couple seasons were just gold, just absolutely great. I'd kind of say I I'd, I'd almost say that most of these shows don't end well. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <clears throat> which is which is kind of weird, but like Parks and Rec, even even Seinfeld and The Office, like they they all they all kind of ended in sort of a disappointing way a little bit, right? Yeah, and so it's, we, it's, we can't knock them for that. It's hard to do, I think ending like something that's like lightning in a bottle super well that's got to be one of the hardest things to accomplish in this world (laughs) so um i think from that uh so after community i would definitely say 30 rock i've watched that probably four times all the way through uh again totally agree with you there's a lot of stuff going on in that show in terms of jokes lots of deep content that you're not going to see unless you watch it that many times so you might as well um, so it's very well thought out and super awesome. And I, 
I'm going to throw this one out there. So I just finished uh, another sitcom last night, Patrick, that I thought was really oh, okay. great. It was very funny and also very educational. And um, I'm not sure should, if it should really go in my top five. And I'm not even sure which number I'm on right now, but I'm going to call it out. <laughs> but I just finished The Good Place, Patrick. And yeah. that was an awesome show that it... It took me a little bit. Like I, I watched a few episodes at the beginning, and I wasn't quite sold on the premise. Um, but over time, like really understanding what the show was about, uh, there's a lot you can get out of that show in terms of like you know human growth and understanding. Um, but it's also just really great writing. I really enjoyed it, so I would definitely recommend checking that out. And I think it's uh, yeah, it's just four seasons, so it's not as long as a lot of those other shows that we're we've been talking about. Yeah, well, and it had a, it had a, it was, it had a, it was predefined to be that way, right? Like they, it was, it was kind of like an extended sort of, it, it wasn't a typical sitcom and like, it's like, oh, let's put these people in a place and then like, they're going to do something funny and then next week we're going to wipe it out and we're going to do something funny again. Mm-hmm. They're like, it has an actual like, you know, progression and storyline. A lot like Community. I think Community was like that too, where it was like, you knew from the very beginning this was only going to last four or five seasons you know (laughs) like that that sitcom and the good place have memory they're just not like the repetitive sort of thing Mm -hmm. good place good place was on my runner-up like good place and uh curb your enthusiasm um okay those i had a couple there that were on my on my runner-up list right and i was kind of like i didn't really know what to do with them but yeah and I think another one I want to call out, which is still in, in its infancy, so we still have to understand more about this show. But Ted Lasso was so good. Oh, that first yes. season was such an awesome show that was so funny and heartwarming at the same time. And yeah. uh, you recommended that show to me, Patrick, which I um, very much appreciate. So, yeah, that, that show is one I have my eye on. I, I hope that brings um, a lot more to the, the sitcom world that makes us question our lists, you know? <laughs> so I think, I think Ted Lasso, I'm going to say it right here, Andy, depending on how long Ted Lasso lasts, like if he can get, if we can get three to four seasons of Ted Lasso and it stays as high quality as it is, I, I dare say, and I know, I know this is going to, this is going to come as a shock, Andy, but I dare say that could probably move quickly up to the number one, number two spot on my list. No way. That's crazy. Like, I don't think you can. I don't think you can say the greatest television show of all time with one season, but you no get two, three, four seasons in. Now you're a contender, and if they hang, if they if they stick with what they're doing, if they don't if they don't deviate too much from it, right, and and obviously not get too repetitive with it, yeah. like that could be a really good show. Because it, it really could. I mean, it ten. It had ten episodes. On friggin' Apple TV. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's not even half the population that could even see this show, but everybody's talking about it, right? Like, it made an impact in 10 episodes. Yeah. I mean, it, it took Seinfeld, what, 20, 30? It took, <laughs> it took a couple of seasons before they really started to find their, uh, find the mojo, right? But these guys, Ted Lasso, right out of the box. First, you know, first 10 episodes, they're nailing it. Yeah, absolutely. And, 
And I think like if if you're looking for a reason to subscribe to Apple TV Plus, that's probably the only one. Like there's there's a lot of shows on there, and I think that is the the front runner. That's kind of the killer show, and yeah. that's why they're like um, letting everybody's um, you know extended membership their free trial to Apple TV Plus go until like the end of June, right before that show starts, because that is the show that that is going to get everybody to actually pay for it. So I might yeah. be on that boat. We'll have to see. <laughs> but Yeah, we might have to. I might I might actually dump my HBO and get that just for Ted Lasso, at least for however long I can watch Ted Lasso. Yeah. And then, you know, we'll cancel and go back over to HBO. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, July. I believe it's July, right, Patrick? When that, that show so. drops its next season. So very exciting stuff. But, yeah, good to know. that. Thanks for sharing. That's that's a um, a very interesting list you have there. Yeah. It's best shows ever, man. <laughs> um, don't, don't, if you, if you do, if you do, if you're on Apple TV and you're looking for another show to watch for the Apple streaming service, just avoid the one with Jason Momoa. I can't even remember what it's called. Oh, the He's, one where everyone's blind. Everyone's blind. That's the worst. <laughs> I haven't seen a show so horrible. Really? in a long time like it, it it was we got we're like two-thirds of the way into it and we just turned it off it was just like like the the first episode i was like oh I can't. wow there's yeah. nothing here and i'm super disappointed because <laughs> jason momoa was so great in game of thrones but this this vehicle for him was just a who was a doozy oh that's too bad patrick i'm sorry uh, that's that means the show is really rough if you couldn't make it through the first episode. Like I watch horrible watch. television shows. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I I love Sharknado, man. You don't don't cross <laughs> me on Sharknado, but like uh, that that was an awful awful show. Oh wow! So and anyway, what is our? Uh, <laughs> let's just say the word. Let's just say everybody. We feel a little down right now because I brought that up and I apologize. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say two words and then you give us a topic. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna say Ted Lasso. Now give us the topic. See now we're all now we're all happy again. Oh, that's right. Yeah, my my happiness meter is all the way up again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's let's consult the random topic picker, Patrick. Um, <laughs> the design much random topic picker that name is still being workshopped um, but it looks like this is an interesting topic so Patrick today's topic comes from an anonymous uh, listener uh, but this is an interesting topic so this topic this listener writes in to say what kind of impact are you uh, looking to make at your company and how are you planning to make it? Whoa, this is like an interview question. Yeah. <laughs> this one's heavy. This is heavy. This is a, a really interesting question. Okay, so what What kind of impact do... I, I assume they're asking us individually, right? Like, what, what are we... Yeah. Yeah, what what kind of impact are we trying to make at our companies, and then how are we doing that? How are we planning on doing that? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. <laughs> I'm almost out of water. I think I'm gonna need more water for this one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you just you just uh, phone in a friend, Patrick. You call up. 
you go get your water and call somebody. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> like, hey, I got a question for you. Yeah, this is like this is definitely like an interview question. Mm-hmm. Like this is third round interview question. You know, this isn't the hey, what is what do you you know, like how do you solve a design problem? That's not that. It's like you've made it through two rounds and and people like you, right? And now uh-huh. this is the one that's going to be like they bring you in, turn off the lights a little bit, dim them, you know, and then have the two people and be like, okay, how are you going to make an impact in our company? <laughs> And how are you going to do that? Like, what is the impact you're going to make and how are you going to do that? And you're like, well, I didn't even think about that. So maybe that's Um, exactly what's happening here, Patrick. Like, maybe we have been going through a job interview for this entire podcast, you know, unbeknownst to ourselves. Is this a three and a half year job interview? It might be. And if we answer this correctly, we are going to get some some legit job offers in in our emails pretty soon. Is this, yeah, is is this a question from Joe Rogan? Is he hiring us to be on his podcast network? It's possible. <laughs> oh man, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to get hyperbaric chambers and stuff after this. Um, yeah, what kind of impact? I think my for me, Andy personally, I think the my my initial impact, my my initial not my impact, my initial thought is um, at my company at Canopy currently. The impact I want to make is, in my current position, is two things. One, um, developing quality designers, I think, is the first one. And then the second one is trying to, like, trying to, I want to try to build a world-class application that has, like, the same notoriety of other world-class applications from a design standpoint, right? Like, I would love it. It would be like a dream come true if some schmo, some, you know, some design evangelist, you know, BSE person on Twitter was like, I'm going to write a Medium article on the top 10, you know, applications you should look to to, to for, qual- you know, for quality user experience and Canopy being in there, right? Okay. Like, I'd love it. Maybe, maybe like number nine, you know, you don't want to be number 10, but like <laughs> number nine. But I think... I think most importantly, my goal is to is to develop good designers in my role, because if I develop good designers in my role, right, then they are the they are the instruments of creating that good user experience and that, that good product. So, yeah. but that's my role because as a manager or director, like that's that's that, that's my scope. That's what I look at it. I I don't really uh, how to do that. I think is more complicated, but I think. I think there's just a lot of ways. I think it starts out with just being a good manager, being a good person, and and genuinely caring about the individuals that are on my team. I think that's where it starts, and then earning that trust. We've talked about this before. I think we even talked about this a little bit last time. Yeah. But <clears throat> yeah, er, earning trust, you know, you know, you know, gaining gaining their respect on some level, and caring about them, and making sure that I that they know that I would take a bullet for them. Right. In that same sense, then that's the first step to being like, okay, now here's how you improve. Here's how you improve your skills. Here's how you improve, you know, everything. Right. So I think, I think that's how I do it or how I would do it. I don't know if that makes sense, Andy. It does. I I like that a lot. I think that's really great. Like, first off, your, your points of impact, like the impact that you're trying to make, I think those are absolutely great. Like, especially like as a manager, 
you want to make, you know, grow, um, <laughs> I keep saying grow like they're plants, but you want to like grow like <laughs> designers to be good designers, right? You want to, you know, make some beautiful design flowers out of your designers. Um, and that is not easy to do, right? It's, it can't be, <laughs> I haven't experienced, like I haven't actually gone through that sort of role. So I love, first of all, the impact that you want to make, you want to make other people that you're over um, better. You want to make them stronger. And the way you're approaching that, I think is really great. Like you are, you know, being a human and realizing that they're humans and um, you have to care about them. If you don't care about them and show that you care about them, you're not going to earn their trust and allow them to actually grow. You're not going to be able to pull that off. So uh, yeah, it's not easy, of course, to kind of label how you go about doing that approach, but I think that that's really great. Um, that's awesome. Next up, like I think as you're talking about like your your world, your world class application. <laughs> I like how you picked number nine. I think that's interesting. <laughs> why, why number nine? Not like, not like number two. Um, I'm assuming number one is the top one, right? So not like number two or three, but you're like number nine in the top 10 list. Uh, so that's well, pretty you, interesting. <laughs> yeah. I just want to be in there. I just, I want to be, be in, in the there. conversation. Yeah. I think it would be nice to have a product that's in the conversation. Yeah. It may not be in everybody's conversation, but it it, mm -hmm. it it just in there, right? Like, like trying to be the best is gonna be that's that's an impossible feat, at some level, right? That's just it's everything. There's too much out of control. But but if we could, if you could build a world class product that was that had some notoriety, yeah. right, in the design circles, at some point in time, right, and not no fake like ah awards or you know any of those things, but like. Like legitimately, people go and like sign up for your application to like check out the user experience. Yes. You know? Or like, or like I said, like some you know talking head person uses it in a in a conference talk. You know, like uses like something like that. Just like number nine. I don't want to be up there with, you know, like you're not going to be up there with like apples and stuff like that. But just at the bottom there. <laughs> <laughs> but not number ten. You don't want to be number ten. You want to be like. <laughs> In the single digit somewhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, I, I think I get your logic. <laughs> I'll throw I'll throw down the gauntlet right now as as a competitor, as a growing competitor to to the to the uh, to the big conglomerate into it. Like I want to replace. I want Canopy like to replace into it as far as like what it, what it's known for in the design world. Like you know, TurboTax has been. TurboTax and some of their consumer products have been, you know, fair. They've been brought up in in the world of you know making an impact in the design world. Yeah. You know, over the last you know decade, and so I want Canopy to grow up and put some you know put some adult pants on and like take those, you know, take that out. You know. Yes. Be like, hey, move over <laughs> into it. We're coming up in number nine now. That's what we're doing. <laughs> nice. That, that's awesome. And I love that as an, a, a good impact goal because not only like, I mean, you like to be like noticed as a good user experience, right? Like you want to be like noticed from other designers as this is a good experience. But I think, of course, the side effect to that is your users are are telling you that you have a good experience. Your users are like actually being impacted in a very positive way that this is something, mm -hmm. this is a tool, this is an application that they use 
to perform some sort of job or action. And if you are looking to make a really, really good usability, usable experience, uh, your users are going to be able to benefit from that a lot, right? So I, I love that definitely as uh, a goal to, to look forward to. Um, and that's something that's going to help your company a lot <laughs> if you have a really good experience. Um, you might get some extra SEO from the, all the designers talking about you, you know, like, <laughs> but in reality, like your comp your customers are going to use your application and stay there and keep using it. They're going to keep paying money to use it. So yeah, that's a huge impact on your, your company and, and what you bring to the table as a designer. So, um, that's awesome. I would say like, um, me trying to answer this question, I think I have some similar um, answers there in terms of like the the company and customer impact that's like a big one for what you want to do as a designer like you want mm -hmm. to be able to make a change for the better and a really great part and we've talked about this on the podcast before but a really great part about being a designer is you get to see some of that change like if you are talking to your users if you're testing with them you get to see like how the little things that you're doing can impact their lives for the better or for the worse, right? And you can see if you're you're watching them use the product um, that maybe you designed or that somebody else might have designed, um, how it's affecting their their day to day life. If it's a product that they use to like get their job done, it's very frustrating if it's really hard for them to do, and they have to like you know go through all these hoops to be able to use your product and to accomplish their job. Uh, that just makes their day and their life harder even if it's just like you know you know it's death by a thousand cuts right um yeah so if you if you make their workflow easier you make their job easier you make their day easier and little by little you're making their life easier and i i personally saw that especially like um in working in the tax industry working at canopy uh that industry is very interesting where there were so many users, um, our, our users being like tax professionals, those CPAs, you know, during tax season, they just, um, and you know this even better than me, Patrick, they would just be hunkered down all season, just like they'd go get a hotel room, wouldn't even see their families. All they're doing is just work, work, work to try to get all of these tax returns done, these, you know, hundreds of tax returns before the end of the season. And if you come in and make a workflow, or improve their workflow by requiring less paperwork for them, less uploading and downloading, you're shaving that time off. And they would come back and say, like, I can actually go home and see my family because <laughs> I, I this user, this experience made it easier for me to do my job and that impacted their lives. And so um, mm -hmm. that that's something that I want to be a part of and that I absolutely love as part of, you know, being a designer, you get to impact people's lives and you can do it for the better. You can also do it for the worse. So you should be aware of how you're <laughs> impacting people's lives. Um, but that's exactly where I, I agree with you, Patrick. That's something that I want to bring to the table. I want to be able to change um, the lives of the users that I am serving. And I think you are kind of serving them as a designer. I think another thing of impact that I like to bring, that I want to bring to a company is... Uh, the value of, of UX design as well. And this is more of like an internal thing. Um, there's been a lot of, you know, times when I've 
started working with a brand new developer and they might have a different mindset or a different experience of what it's like to work with a designer because they've worked with a designer somewhere else. And um, if the experience wasn't great, because <laughs> maybe the designer was like condescending, like, oh, this is, you know, my way or the highway, I'm not going to include you in any of these decisions. Um, they're a little bit jaded. <laughs> you know, they have like, they've had a kind of a bad experience with, with designers before. Um, so the, the impact that I'm looking to make as well as a designer is to bring a lot of value to, to those people that, that I work with. Like they want to be able to work with me as a designer. They want to see what I'm working on and be involved in that work. And they're excited to, if, if I'm able to do that. And as I've kind of, you know, a little bit seen that in my career, as I've tried to accomplish that in any way, um, the result really is like such an awesome thing where you work together as a team and you like bond around the user's needs and you work together to, to come up with a solution. You work together to implement that solution and to, you know, work through all the little problems that arise. And then you get to see this thing go into users' hands. You get to see how it impacts our lives. And that there's like that, that sense of, of community, that sense of like accomplishment that isn't like, oh, I'm the designer. I did such an awesome job. It's more like we did this together as a team and I'm super excited for the next project that we work on together as a team. So mm -hmm. that I think is something that design as like the facilitator of a lot of the solutions uh, that, you know, that, you know, companies are you know building, not that they come up with every solution, but they're a good facilitator for uncovering the user needs and working together with others to, um, to, find those solutions and then working with developers to implement those solutions. Um, I think design can bring a lot of that community and that um, sense of camaraderie and excitement uh, to, to building um, stuff for the user and not just exactly focusing on, okay, we're going to make so much money with this, but really focusing on like, we are going to change lives with this. I think that's a lot of what a really good UX design can bring to the table. And that's something that I want to bring in terms of impact to a company and to my team. Mm -hmm. It's that's awesome because well, and that starts with what you talked about is is not being a showboat designer, not like that doing that kind of stuff, but like understanding that as a team, we want to build the best product possible. Mm -hmm. We want to build the best experience possible, right? Like, <clears throat> and that's when that's when it happens. And I think design has a unique role in that right that you brought up of like you can facilitate that and sort of corral it together right yeah. you can corral everybody's ideas together but then you also as a designer you also have the ability to show the engineering team to show the qa team to show the you know the data scientist people on your team to show all those people what the actual impact is of a good experience right like yeah. and, and how that actually does change the way people work like I've and in little ways you know you talked about you know dying of a thousand paper cuts or whatever but like I think you I think it's our job to reverse that right it's mm -hmm. our job to, to be like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna take you out of this hell that you're in right now with whatever you're doing yes. in your job in little tiny ways and eventually like you know in a year from now like you're gonna be like whoa this is the best thing ever like I don't even know what I did before this 
yeah. right? Like that's what you want. You want somebody to come up to me like three years ago after using your application, two years ago, I didn't even know how I even accomplished this, right? And so much of that is going to be, you know, improvements in technology, right? Allow that to happen. But a huge part of that is understanding that process, understanding how everybody on your team that's going to build a new experience impacts that process, right? From like, Mm -hmm. you know, engineering doing their job and you doing your job, like it's all a part of it and understanding, like that's what the return, that's what the ROI is on, on user experience design, right? That's like the power that we have, which is in essence beyond that showboat designer, right? Yeah. Like you, you talked about that designer that's condescending and like thinks they know everything like that person can only go so far. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> like, but if, but if you have a person that's, you know, like a humble person wants to come in wants to facilitate ideas, wants to discover workflows, wants to look for areas of improvement and areas that you can create gain. Right. And then work with your team on doing that. Um, like that's where the best that's, that's, the impact that you make, that's where it happens, right? Like that's yeah. how you get there. Exactly. And I so think cool. like and I, th- I think the the way to go about doing that is is like simply like as you said, it's that humility. And I think like to kind of, you know, put that into like, you know, like simple terms like the way I try to do that, not that I'm like a super humble person or anything, Patrick, but it's <laughs> like the way I try to do it is like listen. Uh, I think that's the best way to go about doing it is simply like giving others around you the opportunity to uh, offer feedback uh, to to give you their ideas. And I think it's on you to listen, to listen to the users, to listen to your teammates, and then take all of this information and work with them to try to make something better based on what you found. And I think... I think that's like the first step is to just give um, give all those people around you the opportunity. Um, I guess give yourself <laughs> the opportunity to listen to them. I guess is what I'm trying yeah. to say. That's the first way, the first step in doing that. So it's it's definitely like like there's different cultures. Like it's not always easy to. Some cultures um, allow you to work very closely with others um, in, in companies, work very closely with developers to to have them be part of the design process and get that listening done. Other companies may not have that existing thing in place. Um, so it's it's something that you have to figure out and that I've had to figure out how to like manage in my career um, in little ways. And I think we've talked about this a little bit before, and I think very recently as well, but it's like... Um, looking for opportunities to be able to listen to people i think is the first step to to getting to being to like growing a team to growing that that bond with your team i think and to growing that trust because they need to be able to trust you they're not going to tell you all their ideas and waste all that time if they don't think you're going to do it if they don't think that you're going to at least listen to those ideas Um, so getting that trust and then gaining that influence i think comes from taking that those ideas that you got and doing something with them and showing that you did listen um, and showing how those ideas um, are impacting the user you know based on usability test results or based on you know research results all that sort of stuff you're going to be able to show those individuals that um, it's not all about what you are thinking about it's not just your solutions 
Um, it's it's the ones that they've they've been able to throw on the table, and you're taking those and trying to make something better, and proving that it's either better or worse, right? And that's how I think you're able to gain that influence and that trust, and then you get to start working as a team, right? You get to start once you think you have that trust, you get to start really um, having that bond. Uh, so. I think that's kind of how you could potentially go about uh, forming a team, having that sort of impact on the internal side of, of your company as a designer. Mm-hmm. Well, and as designers, the design process, whatever you know, practical process you use, but that process that you have as a designer, right, is is the it, that's what it's designed for. I mean. I'm, like for a better for a better term, right? I don't know, but like that's what the design process is for: is to take all of these ideas and all of these things, and 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 put them together, right? And put them mm-hmm. together in something that makes sense, something that's going to help you know your users, something that's going to do whatever, uh, you know, it's going to achieve the goal of whatever it is, right? Um, and and that that kind of thing is huge. Like like you making an impact like that at Adobe, you know, or Workfront or whatever is big because you're going to bring that into the culture, right? And you're going to change that culture there or improve that culture there or improve the product. And, you know, improving that culture improves that product. So, yeah, I think, I think it's really cool that you bring up like, Hey, teamwork, you know, as an impact I want to make and influencing that teamwork, I think is really great stuff. Yeah, that's definitely, I think definitely key for that. So, yeah, a lot of fun. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think these are some good examples. Um, it, I wonder if there's anything else, Patrick, that in terms of impact. I, I don't know. I think I'd hire you if I asked you that question <laughs> in in the uh, in the interview process. I think I'd be like, yeah, yeah I like this guy. Let's bring him on. <laughs> yeah. He so that's that's how you that's how you answer that question if you get a job interview, <laughs> apparently. Yeah, a Good really long winded you know twenty five minute answer about teamwork. <laughs> yeah. Just do it. You know what you could do is just pull up this this episode and just play it for him. I would do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. You'd be like, okay, hold on, hold on. Do you have a Bluetooth speaker? Do you yeah. have a Bluetooth speaker? <laughs> I do what he says. That's what I would do. Yeah. Well, it's good that's to know you, you'd hire me again, Patrick. <laughs> well, I didn't say I would hire you again. I said I would hire you. I'm not going to bring you back. That's not. That's what I'm saying here. I already knew that. Okay. Okay. You lost your chance, buddy. Thanks for that clarification. <laughs> It's such a good topic, though. Like we we talk about. I mean, this the, the the top the podcast is called Design Much, but a lot of the topics that we get are involved. They're they're more they're more about the work. They're more about um, how you accomplish the work, and less about the intricacies of design, right? Mm-hmm. And so I feel like it's such a like it could almost be that like that's a question you'd only be like it could it could go to any any podcast about anything like if there's a develop much podcast somewhere you know like it could go to them and their their answers might be a little bit different but the fact that like i think as as a designer like if you don't know what impact you're trying to make 
um, at a company or with a product or something like that, like you better figure it out. Yeah. You know, like you, you should come on this podcast and be able to answer that pretty quickly. I think we both did and, and both in a very sincere way, you know, like you should know what that is. It shouldn't be like, I mean, it's definitely a heavy question where it's like, Ooh, you know, like this is a deep question, but you should, you should know what one of those is. Right. Yeah. Maybe not the how, like how you're going to accomplish something is a little bit different, but like you should know what impact you want to make on a company. Yeah. Um, so it's a great topic. I think it's a great topic for, for any field, right? Like, and I think you can even like go even more granular. And I think that's a really interesting point because I think what we were talking about kind of in general was kind of like, what is the impact that we can make as designers, like based on our roles at like almost any mm-hmm. company. Right. But I think it's really interesting to think about at your company is there another sort of impact that you can make as a designer, as a person at that company, right? That, that company might have a need that you see. There's a hole that you could potentially fill. And I think, I, I think it's great to even consider, you know, once you've gotten into a company, you probably have noticed whatever this hole might be. Um, maybe make that a goal. Like you can make an impact in a lot of different ways and you can make impacts that are very broad, like what we've discussed today, because I feel like those are kind of broad but you could make more specific ones. You could find those those holes and look for opportunities to um, to make things better um, from a design perspective, even from like just like an operational or a culture perspective. I think you can make that sort of impact. Uh, so if you if you want to make a company be really good at something very specific, I think you can look for those opportunities and figure out how you're going to make that impact and start trying at it. I think you can do that. And I think you should, um, because it's, it's definitely a way to just make things around you better, make the culture around you better, make the company better. Um, cause that's what your, your role is as an employee. You're not just relegated entirely to the, the role that you, that you have on your, your, uh, your business card. I, I think you can also make impacts yeah. in other places. I was talking to, that reminds me, I was talking to a long time ago when, when I first started, you know, managing people, I was like panicked and worried and I, you know, all kinds of stuff. Right. And I was talking to another, uh, a manager, a mentor of mine. And I asked them like, okay, well, what, what, what's like the, what's like the, the, the thing about management? Like, what is it? Like if I, if I screw up something, like what's the worst thing I could do? You know, like kind of like that. Like what's if if you boil down management to like one thing that could be either very positive or very negative, like what is that? And basically it was like as a manager, you can ruin people's lives as a manager. Like you can deteriorate their life outside of work. Yeah. And I always remember that being such a like a a heavy thing right like such a powerful thing like not not aware of it but like yeah if you're a jerk if you're a jerk manager at work like that employee is going to take that home and they're going to treat their family like a jerk or it's going to impact their family they're going to go home and complain about their manager that's a jerk to them all the time and abusive yeah. and whatever like it's so important to understand that as a manager that like that's your job is to make sure that you create a an environment where they can go home and be with their families and not have to like worry about what you're going to say tomorrow, you know, like not have, like they can be with their families on a Sunday night 
or you know be with their friends hanging out on a Sunday night or whatever they're doing in their life that they enjoy on a Sunday afternoon and Sunday night and not have to dread coming into work Monday because their manager's a jerk. Yeah. But that's not just management, right? Like that's that's also an employee. Like if I'm if I'm working with if you're you know if we're working with a developer or something that's always a jerk, like that person, like that toxicity is always going to influence you and you're going to go home and you're going to be like, "Dude, I can't I can't take it anymore. Like, I don't want to work with this person, you know, like just being a pleasant human being right in the workplace and, and understanding the needs of others that you work with and just being a freaking human in the workplace makes such an impact on people. Um, Hmm. and when you're, when you're, when you're a good person and when you're okay to work with and when you make people smile and, you know, that kind of stuff, like the impact that can make on somebody's life is gigantic, right? Yeah. Because if you're not that person and you're, you know, you're manipulating people and you're being a jerk and, you know, you're doing that stuff, like, you can ruin people's lives. I mean, legitimately ruin people's lives. And so, like, just that impact alone is a, as a holistic impact, as, as a general thing, right? Beyond design, beyond anything, I think is something that everybody needs to think about. Is like, what what it, what are you doing at work? Like, are you that person that that my coworker goes home and complains to his, you know, husband or wife or whatever about or are you the person that they don't even, you know, they don't even know, right? Like if yeah. if you went to a company party and they're like, "Hey, this is this is Andy." and you're like, "Oh, I've never heard, you know, my wife talk about you before, Andy." Like you should feel honored. Like that's like that's a good thing, right? Like <laughs> but if you're the person that comes up and you're like, "Oh, I've heard so much about you." It's like <laughs> Oh, great. What did you hear about me? Like, hopefully it's positive, you know, but yeah, you just don't want to be the person that's, that's known as that type of person. Right. That's not just management. That's like just regular everyday employees. So yes, that's, that is so true. And such an awesome thing. You, you make impacts in so many different ways. Right. And that like, I love that distinction. It's not just the fact that as a manager, you might mess things up for somebody. You might make them hate going to work, which is a horrible thing. Like this is something you have to spend a lot of your your waking hours of your life doing. And if you hate doing it, that that's not fun, not at all. And yeah. if that, if that is a result of just the way somebody else like is behaving, that's really unfortunate. So I think you should keep that in mind. Be more like a Ted Lasso. <laughs> as best you yes. can he's he's hard to be like because he's like the nicest person in the world and makes every he's like super thoughtful and everything which is hard to do um Man, but way to, way to wrap up this pod with another right bring right? back ted lasso <laughs> be more like ted lasso um so you have a positive impact on people like doing nice things for people smiling <laughs> in their direction <laughs> you know like even like those small things, I think, will be um, impactful and make it a better place to work and make people's lives around you better. So be more like Ted Lasso. Try to make good decisions because I think a lot of the decisions you make, even the small ones along the way, you know, will start up um, different uh, different time frames in the multiverse, right, Patrick? And you could mm-hmm. start up a darkest timeline, referencing community there. I know. If you make the wrong decision. <laughs> So you don't want to make the wrong decision. You don't want to um, start timelines that are very bad timelines <laughs> that, that could lead <laughs> um, into um, very unfortunate um, circumstances and lives. So yeah, go watch Ted Lasso Amen, before you go to work and then 
treat people like that. <laughs> yeah. It's every day I think Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso. Yeah. What would Ted Lasso do? Exactly. He'd he'd make he'd make a little like he'd you'd find out that this guy was like making bread every night for you. Yeah, like little cookies every day. Yeah. <laughs> bread and cookies and little sweets just to just to like, you know, make you feel a little bit better about yourself sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> That's the impact you can make, Andy. That's, that's a right. good topic. That's a that's a. I great think topic. we answered it. Hopefully, we hopefully it, we right? answered it. Yeah. Hopefully, we get some good job, some job uh, offers in in our emails soon. <laughs> Since this yeah, is the, I'm the looking, level I'm three, looking out. <laughs> open up a LinkedIn here in a second and see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right, let's wrap it up. Let's tie it off. Like like you've said before in the past, we've never been good at ending a podcast episode <laughs> yeah um, it's, it's just like here's an awkward silence okay we'll see you later <laughs> yeah <laughs> you <know>? okay <laughs> bye <laughs> give a couple giggles and then music starts yep so let's just keep doing it that's that's our signature i think so i think that is hopefully it's a positive impact we're making on the world patrick <laughs> yeah <laughs> making our, our listeners feel really awkward <laughs> for a second <laughs> Like, wait, didn't the, did the podcast just stop? Like, what's going on? <laughs> oh, then then we keep oh, no. talking, and then and then we giggle, and then it's over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well. Bye, bye, Andy. Bye, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the pod. Real quick before you take off, we need your topics. Shoot an email to topics at designmuch.org or go to designmuch.org slash contacts and fill out the form. If you enjoyed this episode and want to support us, go ahead and share the pod with some friends, coworkers, your weird aunt, that guy who takes your money every morning at the McDonald's, your hamster, really just whoever you want to. Lastly, go grab a Design Much t-shirt at designmuch.threadless.com and wear it freaking proudly. That's it, guys. Now have a good week, design nerds.